Bonjour, my friend. You're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. Today, we're discussing how to make the best of coronavirus lockdown and isolation. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong student, and spiritual seeker. I like to seek out the most effective practices and techniques that provide the greatest bang for my buck and the fastest route to freedom from whatever is holding us back. I can't wait to share with you these powerful techniques so that you too can sort yourself out, know deeper meaning in your life, and best of all, a sense of inner peace. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today. The world has definitely got a little weirder since the last episode, with the escalation in the coronavirus situation worldwide. Here in France, we are now on lockdown, not supposed to go out without a document giving us permission, and even then only for essential trips. It really does feel like the world has changed. Steve, my hubby and I, spent a couple of days really feeling out of sorts, not physically, but mentally and emotionally, just by the changes that have been going on in the world. So I have put off my regular episode that I had planned for today, and instead I am talking about how to not only get through the lockdown and isolation that is increasingly being imposed on us, but how to make the best of it. Now, I apologize in advance for the audio quality, as the audio has been taken from a Facebook Live video that I recorded earlier today, but I really hope that you'll find the content helpful. So let's dig in without further delay. And today, I just want to give you a few ideas and tips I've had about surviving this lockdown and isolation that we our we are finding ourselves in increasingly around the world. Um, I hope you've got everything you need, that you've got lots of supplies in, plenty of food and toilet paper. The toilet paper seems to be a big thing in the world today, the supply of toilet paper. So I hope you've got all that you need and that your lockdown um, or isolation can go as smoothly as possible. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to look at some ways that, that we can make the best of this situation. So President Macron of France, he described this coronavirus pandemic as a war. He's saying it's a war against the coronavirus. And I found that quite interesting because most of us have never really experienced this level of thing going on in the world, this coming together of humanity to fight a common ill. And probably not since World War II has something like this happened where we've been coming together on such a global basis. And so it's quite a momentous thing, humanity working together for the good of the whole. And in the Ageless Wisdom, they tell us that that's what we should be doing all of the time as much as possible anyhow, that we should never 
consciously be doing things that go against the good of the whole. And you can pretty much guarantee that when you're doing something that is for the good of the whole, that it is a positive, beneficial thing in the world. So it's really interesting. We are definitely in a world crisis, but there's a little silver lining there that we're coming together and supporting each other and doing what is right for the greater good. We're doing it individually and as communities and as countries and add it all up and it's a united global effort, which I think is pretty, pretty fantastic. So, you know, I don't want to bum you out with this. It's a crisis we're going through, but crises are often the jumping off point for change for positive change to happen you know we often don't learn and grow um, through good things happening it takes a crisis a lot of the time to get us moving and to to make the changes we need and to evolve so we can see a lot of this going on in what's happening around the world now we will be integrating new ideas and new behaviors and new ways of living that are helpful in integrating and consolidating new ways of life and, and new energies that are more in alignment with our evolution. So I want to bring it back down to earth a bit now with some ways that I think or I'm hoping are going to be helpful to you to, for you to get through the lockdown situation that we are increasingly finding ourselves in around the world. So my first tip, love the one you're with. Now, when we have this enforced confinement and we're not allowed to go about our routines and go to work and leave the house and everybody's at home together, uh, you might be alone, but chances are you've got some people, you're all thrown together and you're not allowed to go about your, your daily stuff. So that can be a bit stressful and cause conflict. So my advice here is to just as much as possible, call a truce and work on being supportive and peaceful with each other. Try and appreciate people's good qualities and to focus on what you like about people, um, not focusing on the stuff that drives you nuts and irritates the hell out of you. So a good way to do that is just, you know, give give people some space and you don't need to spend all of your time together. Let someone go off and watch TV in that room and someone go off and do something in the kitchen. And you know what I mean? Give people some space, give them the benefit of the doubt and be prepared to just live and let live, I guess, you know, give people the benefit of the doubt and think well rather than looking for the bad stuff and also just try and really to, to ease conflict and to allow things to move smoothly try not to um, have a negative effect yourself try and be aware of the effect you're having on people and that will really go a long way to to smoothing your relationships and helping you to have a nice time together when you are all in this uh, enforced, confined living that we're not used to. 
And speaking of that, don't allow yourself to go stir crazy. Um, this can be on a couple of levels, kind of physically and also emotionally and mentally. So do what you can to combat loneliness and to connect with people. So, you know, we've got amazing opportunities to connect with people these days. When I left Canada years ago, when I was about 20, I, if I wanted to phone home, it was going to cost me about 30 pounds just to make a phone call, a long distance phone call. So these days we've just got so much opportunity to connect with others. So, you know, maybe make an arrangement with a friend to meet up and have a coffee together on Skype or make a dinner date with a friend or a family member where they cook their dinner over there. You cook your dinner here. Uh, my doggy's slinking off. I hope I'm not going to get barking in a minute. She's on, she's on high alert, little twiggy these days, uh, wanting to bark at what she sees out the window. But anyhow, uh, hopefully she'll be good. So make it, a, make it a, a rendezvous so that you say, okay, let's get together on Skype or whatever video conferencing method you, you want and have your dinner on either side and have a chat and just take these opportunities that you can to, to get together. Another way not to go stir crazy is to just stay active. You know, you feel good when you exercise. It does good to, to move your body around and it helps you to work off stress and it gets your endorphins flowing. You could put on some music and dance around or stick on a YouTube video for some exercise and you can feel a sense of connection that way too. You know, someone across the world is helping you to get some exercise and to, to work off your stress and to feel good. So that's another thing. Do not allow yourself to go stir crazy. Just, you know, combat loneliness by getting together and try and keep, um, keep, keep your physical activity going so that you feel good within yourself. Okay. Life's giving us lemons, make lemonade. For many of us, we have an, we have an opportunity. We're stuck at home and we've got time on our hands. So maybe now is a great time to start that project you've been meaning to, to get going for light years and that's been on the back burner and you're just saying, oh, I don't have time for it. I can't do that. I haven't got the bandwidth or the energy or whatever. You know, it might be just some book you've been planning on writing or something you want to sew or that clearing out that closet from hell. It, uh, you know, so it could be something that you want to get out of the way that's been on your to-do list, or it could just be something you love doing and you just don't feel that you get that much time for these days. You know, maybe it's a hobby, it's painting or sewing or, you know, whatever your thing is. But there are so many ways that we can keep ourselves amused and being creative is just one of those wonderful ways that again, makes you feel good and it gets you in the moment and, you know, really feeling positive because you're, you get in that flow state where you just love what you're doing. So, you know, get involved in, in doing stuff like that. It could just be cooking a nice meal or like me the other day, grooming the little doggy. Um, you can have a nice long bath or, do some meditation or learn to use 
emotional freedom technique. That's a really good one. <laughs> that and meditation, because those are the things people are always saying, I don't have time to meditate. But seriously, just start, just take five minutes and, and, and just follow your breath for five minutes. Focus on your breath coming in and out of your body. And seriously, it'll make you feel peaceful as will doing your hobby or, or something you love. Next, practice mindfulness. Again, this is about taking your mind off of your fears and worries. And there's a lot of that going around right now. So many people are just obsessing about the coronavirus and they're constantly checking the news and, and you know, social media and what's going on. And, you know, practicing mindfulness is a fabulous way of dealing with your fear and anxiety because you are not projecting yourself into the all of the fear about what's happening in the future and you're not regretting or um, yeah regretting I guess things that have gone on in the past when you're in the present moment just doing, you know, absorbed, aware of what you're doing in that moment, what your five senses are feeling, you know, your your sense of smell. You could be washing your hands. You know, we're all doing a lot of hand washing these days. So use it to, to practice mindfulness. You know, you can be aware of the warm water on your hands and the feel of the soap and the, the smell of the soap and the sound of the water running. Use all of your senses to do something like a simple daily task like that, not a daily task. These days we're doing a lot more than daily, aren't we? But you know what I mean? Like bring it into any kind of activity. You know, the things that you do repetitively are fantastic ways to bring mindfulness into your day and to practice it more and more and to live mindfully more and more. Transition, uh, transitions are a great ways are a great way to practice mindfulness. For example, anytime you are moving from one room to another, or say you're going up the stairs, or you're switching from one task to another, those are, are great mindfulness triggers to bring you back to yourself in the present moment, <clears throat> rather than fretting about the past and fearing the future. Like this is truly the path to inner peace, being able to be mindful in the moment. Seriously, try it. <laughs> Especially in these days when there's just so much fear and worry flying around, you can really make a big difference to your sense of happiness and contentment and inner peace when you are able to live mindfully. So just take the hand washing as the first thing for bringing mindfulness into your life. And then maybe pick two or three other triggers that you do throughout the day, like going up a set of stairs or walking through a door. Um, any, going to the loo, a good one. Before you speak, have a little pause. <laughs> That's a really good one for, uh, for having more, much more peaceful relationships because you're not going to just be spouting out any old crap. You know, think before you speak, when you take that little pause before you speak. Ah, amazing. So, okay. Another thing that 
I think would be really helpful for people right now especially is to do this nice little energy routine that Donna Eden put out. She's this amazing energy medicine teacher. And if you look her up on YouTube, just type into Google Donna Eden energy routine and you will see she's got this. It's about It takes about five, six minutes, but it is so worth doing. Basically, what you're doing is you're doing, you're tapping on various parts of your body and you're clearing blockages from your energy system and you're getting your energies running smoothly. And this is really important, especially, you know, when there's a lot of illness and worry and stress, you clear, if you can clear these things out of your energy system, then they don't get a chance to install themselves in your physical body. We have energy bodies that are the blueprint for our physical being. And things that install like inflammation and pain and sickness, they begin at an energy level before they manifest in your physical body. So when you do this five minute energy routine, you are literally clearing away blockages from your energy system and clearing away illnesses that could be on the brink of installing themselves physically. And you can prevent these things from becoming uh, a reality in your physical body. You're, you're working at a higher level before it descends into matter. You're working at an energy level. So I recommend that you try it. Just look up Donna Eden, E-D-E-N, energy routine, and she's going to pop up. And there are a couple of them. It doesn't matter which one you do. Just do hers. And trust me, this stuff works. I try and do it every day. And when I do, I notice that I have greater clarity. I don't feel tired in the afternoons. I can have my lunch, and I don't just feel like having a siesta directly afterwards. Um, yeah, just able to focus and concentrate so much better. And also, uh, a couple of years ago, I had uh, tendonitis in this shoulder. And I did everything. I threw everything at it. And, you know, like I have loads of natural medicines at my disposal. And I chucked everything at it. And nothing was making any difference. And I was exercising and just trying everything I could think of. And I had it for months and months. And then I started doing this energy routine by Donna Eden. And I, within a couple of weeks, it was pretty much gone. And I was back to normal. And I could barely, you know, I, I was getting pretty tight. <laughs> it's like I was having trouble dressing and undressing. And so I really recommend you give this a try. It takes a few minutes. Do it in the morning if you can, because that's when you're going to get the most use out of it. But also, you know, try it later on in the day if that's your thing. It might really help you. So that is my next tip. Do Donna Eden's energy routine. Just look it up. Donna Eden five-minute energy routine. Next, count your blessings. Most of us have so much to be grateful for these days. You know, if you're listening or watching this, you most likely have a roof over your head. You've got clothes on your back. You've got a gadget that you're watching or listening to this on. And, you know, you're, you're doing quite well in the grand scheme of things. Um, 
you know, we've got a lot to be grateful for in our lives. We've got, most of us have electricity and running water and clothes and full fridges and loved ones and nice little doggies like I've got lying down there. Um, so, you know, count your blessings and be cheerful and think about the good things that you've got going for you. These are just ways to, to boost your morale and to keep going during difficult times. You know, it's, it's helpful. It may seem like a little thing, but these little things add up to giving you greater peace and contentment. Okay, I am coming to an end here. I've got one more little thing that I want to recommend, and that is something I found really helpful myself today. I was out walking Twiggy, and I live in France in the countryside, and I, I'm really lucky I get to go out and walk on these lovely country lanes. And something I notice, I notice it all the time, I do this regularly, there, for some reason, are worms <laughs> that come out and get on the road, and they get covered in dust and gravel and bits of stuff, and they just get stuck, and they're either gonna get run over eventually, or it seems like once they get out in the road, they lose the, gumption or the slime value or whatever it is they need to get back to the grass where they can carry on their little wormy lives. And so I have been going around and picking up the worms and depositing them on the side of the road uh, in, in the grass where it's nice wet grass and they can get on with their lives. And it seems like such a, a small thing, this little wormy creature rescuing you know i've just become this worm advocate <laughs> but you know the worms want to live and they want to go about their lives and so i just it's just something that made me feel really good you know today walking i probably rescued about 20 worms and it was something that really helped me to feel connected and like i was helping life you know there's so much weird stuff going on in the world today and so this was just a little thing that I was able to do, just rescuing worms on in the course of walking my dog. And it did make me feel connected and a part of nature and like I was doing a good thing and helping life, you know, at a time when there's so much distress in the world. Um, if you can do something to alleviate someone else's suffering or uh, you know, to rescue a worm, a little thing like that. Feed the birds. You know, I don't know what it's going to be in your life, but there's something you can do. Maybe you could, maybe you've got some money you can donate. A lot of us are probably feeling the pinch financially right now with the, the weird state of things in the world. But even if you can just give a fiver or something, um, to, to helping out in the world situation, or like I say, feeding the birds or just doing some good deed for someone in your house make someone a nice lunch or as i said earlier cut them some slack um do what you can to help life just life in general you know we're all in this together and um there are tons of little ways that we can express kindness and help things out little things big things whatever do what you can and it'll help you feel better you'll make it'll It'll be good for you too. You'll feel better and you'll feel more connected and, and less isolated in these weird times.
Okay, there you have it. My top tips for making the best of lockdown. Now, I have created a free cheat sheet on how to stop worrying that might also be helpful to you at the moment. In it, I share my two-pronged approach for dealing with worries so they don't keep you festering and awake at night. If you're listening to this from the inspirationcloud.com, you can download it from the link in the show notes or from the inspirationcloud.com slash lockdown. Now, just one more thing before I make tracks. In a couple of months, I will be opening the doors to my new membership experience called the Inner Circle. In this monthly membership, I'll be offering my most powerful top-down techniques to sort yourself out, to free yourself of your hang-ups and blockages, to take charge of your mind, and to nourish your soul. There'll be mini-courses, hypnosis sessions, guided meditations, tapping videos, neuro-linguistic programming techniques, mindfulness training, the ageless wisdom teachings, and even more, so that wherever you are on your path to greater well-being, you can start right there where you are and then take the next step when you're ready. You'll have the tools, practices, and techniques you need to not just heal your life, but to make it more meaningful, fulfilling, peaceful, and beautiful. So if you're ready to transform your well-being and would like to be kept informed, go on over to theinspirationcloud.com slash membership to get on the waitlist, and I will keep you updated. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. That's all for today, my friend. Keep safe. Look after yourself. Look after others as much as you can. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you found it helpful and full of uplifting ideas that you can put into practice in your life. And if you have, chances are your friends and family will too. So please share it with them on social media. You'll be helping them to sort themselves out because I bet you think they need it, right? But seriously, you'll also be doing me a huge favor and I will be eternally grateful for your generosity. It would also be lovely if you would leave me a review on iTunes, preferably a nice one, please. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at theinspirationcloud.com. Have a good one, folks. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.